Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Get Wisdom founder and director, Carl Mollison. <laughs> I hit my earbud just as I was getting ready to open my mouth there, Carl. <laughs> uh, this week, Creator Unravels the Mysteries of Human Ascension, uh, a topic that uh, should be of great interest to, to everybody, especially in the Christian world. Um, Jesus was said to have ascended. Mary was ascended to ascended, written in the Bible. So we're going to explore some of the mysteries behind that. Well, in the New Age movement talks a lot about ascension, that this is something that is yet to come for the bulk of humanity. So there's a lot of um, interest in talk about it, but few really understand what is happening. And unfortunately, there is a big disinformation campaign that has been launched by the, the New Agers, so-called, and it's because they're not really spiritual. They're, they're in a kind of do-it-yourself mode of spirituality. And that isn't the way the universe works. We're an extension of a divine being. When you leave that out, the rest will collapse. So anything having to do with ascension involves God. And so we're going to approach it from that perspective because we can get divine communication through channeling and shed some light on these things. So uh, that's what our goal is for today, to give you kind of the the true story as much as we can do in a short program. Absolutely. Let's get on with it. You ask creator, the ascension of humanity is a forecasted potential event discussed widely in many circles. But the ascension of individual humans is not new. Christ ascended following his resurrection, and his mother Mary was reported to have ascended as well. Can Creator explain how ascension differs from ordinary death and transition to the light? All right, and these are Creator's words. Ascension in the conventional terms that have applied heretofore refer to an individual being leaving the planet with physical body in tow, essentially a kind of dematerialization and often done for a specific purpose, to make an impression, to convey directly to witnesses that this is not a natural death or an unexpected disappearance of someone leaving no trace that might be a prosaic occurrence, like someone simply deciding to make an exit or even a nefarious interference by a criminal act or an accident of some kind that makes someone not show up in their usual routine and leaves many puzzling questions behind. When an ascension happens, it is to convey a message that the individual in question is returning home to the light and not simply expiring, which seems to many to be a defeat, an abrupt ending of all that has gone before. And in the case of someone doing great works, would seem tragic because the life has ebbed and that great person is lost to the world, not to mention the ending of a growing legacy and thus seems to be quite tragic. The meaning of ascension is to show life goes on, that from whom much has been given, much is returned. 
And the people among you can achieve greatness and distinction by partnering with the divine and thereby gain special privileges and opportunities not available seemingly to everyone. The purpose here is not to make anyone feel lesser or like a loser in comparison, but to inspire and encourage and to bolster the belief that miracles happen and are available through partnership with the divine. An ascension into the heavens is a dramatic demonstration of all of the above, at least in the eyes of believers who know something about the subject involved and will appreciate what is taking place for what it is. So this type of ascension you are familiar with from history is a special circumstance done for special purposes as a kind of communication, an object lesson and example both of divinity in action. The ascension that is described in prophecy as the future destiny of humanity is a different undertaking for a different purpose altogether. It is not to create a show or to have an ascension of people in possession of their physical body into the heavens. It is a transformation into a higher state of completion as a light being than enjoyed heretofore. Humans and the earth will be transformed into a higher dimensional form that would be invisible to a bystander not taking part. It will not involve the physical bodies or indeed the physical planet. It will be the sole destiny to create through the expression a transformed soul extension in keeping with the higher realm to be the new platform for continued existence. So all the existing souls in human form, as well as those in the light at the time of ascension, will experience this transformation and arrive in the new environment. And it will be created simultaneously by the soul of Gaia in providing a new nest, a base of operations, much as what you think of as heaven, an actual location in the higher astral plane provides a base of operations for the light beings in between times in the physical. A place to gather, a place to experience being in the presence of creator, and to share information and experiences and energies with other light beings. This you are used to already. So an ascended status will have enhanced capabilities and possibilities opening up for you. And it will be not as huge a transition as going from your physical existence to the ascended status. That would be quite a shock indeed and quite disorienting. So you have been working a long time, albeit with water wings, so to speak, while in the light. You have had many thousands of years to play with energy and play energetically with the broader universe, but still constrained still on a short leash to creator that minimizes much of your potential, particularly to be free agents and separate from divine oversight quite closely and directly. So if you, you have had a divided existence where you experience only partial divine human capability in any given setting. When you are in the light, you are a light being and much closer to the form you will be in when you ascend to a higher dimension with respect to your capabilities, how you will navigate, what you can do creatively, and experience with other beings in many kinds of adventures. 
But even with that extra scope and power, you have been constrained all this time to limit your ability to act as a free agent or enjoy free will to not only be on your own, but make all your own choices. The latter you have enjoyed as a physical earthling, to be a free agent, to come and go as you please, and to govern how you choose to direct your life moment to moment. And this is not interfered with by the divine at all to allow maximum freedom to you. So you have been constrained only by the limitations of the physical existence, the constraints of other humans around you who may be competing for resources and status within your group and so on. And then having to reckon with the reality of evil in your midst, subjugating and suppressing you on the part of the darkness. So what will be new with Ascension is to couple that entire scope of capabilities and potentials to compromise a higher expression of your being, still as a soul extension and an extension of creator's consciousness, but with greater light being powers and greater freedom than experienced ever before in that mode of existence. So this is probably the third time that I'm going through this uh, channeling, because I, I read these uh, narratives before we have the show, and there's just new insights popping off every time I read this thing. And yeah, I just want to emphasize to the audience, you know, we're in a process of discovery along with you. I mean, this is relatively fresh information that Carl channeled less than a week ago, and my mind is spinning on this stuff. You know, this is this is really revelatory, Carl. Well. It can't come from any other place at the moment, unfortunately. The other channelers aren't interested in these sorts of things. And those who are, are not able to connect with a true divine being of any kind. They've been co-opted already by the darkness to be given hand-holding, typically by an extraterrestrial psychic, believe it or not. But they fear the intuitive reach of human more than anything. Their technology is far superior to ours. What they can't seem to squelch is this mysterious ability we have to somehow use our minds and then things happen that, yeah. uh, that bail them out and, and escape the clutches of the uh, extraterrestrials. They, it, so they think it's human consciousness that's got some kind of mojo. So they worry about psychics, believe it or not. Yeah. as being a danger to them. And they are because psychics can see things. They can see secrets. So so that's the, kind of the backdrop here. Absolutely. U.S. creator, in the Star Wars movie series, we see upon the deaths of Jedi such as Yoda, a fading of the physical body. The ascension of Christ was described as a living Christ dematerializing. The common theme here is that the physical body goes along. Creator has shared that the Star Wars series was heavily divinely inspired. Can Creator share what divine lesson was being shared or attempted with the fading of Yoda's body upon death? Okay, and this is Creator's answer to the question. Indeed, this was inspired, and this special effect, so to speak, was chosen to represent that Yoda's passing was something special. And like the ascension of great prophets in the past, was depicting a transformation, but not a demise with an ending of the being, simply transforming energetically in a way to become invisible, but truly reflecting the commencement of a journey elsewhere in a new form. 
And that was to represent the fact that the Jedi were special and enjoyed a kind of continuum of energy despite leaving the physical plane. In actuality, as an ascended being, you will not need your physical body any longer, and that indeed will be shed and left behind. But you will not mourn the loss of your physical form. You will be able to create any form you like as an advanced being of light. So really, it's it's saying that the the message behind that was the same that the creator previously conveyed about the ascension of Jesus and Mary and other prophets is, is that it's to show us that there's a, a continuation of life beyond death, uh, that something truly divine is happening here. Indeed. And why would they bother the divine realm with a science fiction movie? Because it was inspired as a warning to human about the extraterrestrial empire that is here manipulating the human realm. That whole Star Wars saga is a divinely inspired warning to human to wake up and see what's going on behind the scenes and look at the inexplicable behavior of humanity. It's getting worse by the day, the craziness, the silliness, the absurdity, the infighting, and it's all being orchestrated by the darkness. So we, we need to get on top of it, and we need divine help. Absolutely. You asked creator, angels such as Archangel Michael possess the ability to materialize in the physical and perform physical acts that would not appear angelic to ordinary humans. In other words, they appear like an ordinary human was doing it. Yet they belong to a different species of spiritual being than the divine human. Furthermore, Creator has shared that the angels were created to serve the divine human and that the potential of the divine human is actually greater. The ability to materialize and dematerialize at will seems pretty complete. Can Creator help us understand how an ascended human is a potentially more advanced spiritual being than an archangel such as Michael? Yeah, this will surprise a lot of people and it might strike some as blasphemous to make some sort of claim like this. And, and we know from spiritual teachings, you know, raising yourself above God is, is a dangerous thing to be uh, guarded against at all costs because you'll be struck down and so on. Well, first of all, it can't happen. <laughs> You're not going to outrank God ever. But uh, God is not there to judge and condemn you either. But we are important. Here's what Creator says about this. While the differences of the energetics are complicated to explain and lack words within your language to delineate the differences, the simple way to look at this and the most meaningful one is to appreciate the fact that the divine human was created to have a superior status even to the archangels. The angelics as a whole were created to be assistants to the light beings and to help them as an adjunct, as a resource and taking on new challenges and having new experiences and exploring new realms where there might be at times great danger and and certainly some uncertainty about potential consequences and outcomes. To have a resource of divine energy that could accompany those on such a journey and be of assistance at times to marshal greater energies and useful allies is certainly a blessing. And that is the function of the angelics, to be guardians, to be protectors, to be a source of communication with Creator, particularly when there might be some impairment 
in the ability to have feedback from the divine, as happens routinely in the physical plane where humans suffer from an impairment that disconnects them from higher resources. So the angelics are there to help lower orders of life forms when there's a difficulty that occurs. So they may carry out missions of rescue or give assistance in some way to stabilize a a difficulty or something done by other creatures that is inadvertent or ill-advised to carry out a rescue. They provide this service for humanity quite routinely because of all the suppression and subjugation, the many causes of harm that shorten human lifespan and cause suffering of all kinds, from mental and emotional to physical maladies that represent healing needs. As such, the angelics serve as servants to the divine human and are not superior in status or in capability. They are simply different, but this is not about distinctions. We are answering in a kind of human perspective to make this clear as you would see it. We cherish every organism for what it truly represents. If it is living up to its potential and expressing itself and its conscious intentions, we see that as having a full and complete existence that is matching the divine intention behind its creation. So in that context, humans universally have become a lower-ordered species because they fail miserably in achieving those criteria for successful and purposeful living in divine alignment. Well, it certainly is surprising um, the creator says that the the angels uh, actually are made to serve humanity. Um, some examples are given in this channeling. And that we have the potential to perhaps, you know, do do more, have a, a greater freedom and power someday. I mean, we're not making this stuff up. I, you know, it uh, <laughs> it surprises me as much as anybody. Well, it will only happen when we're back in divine alignment. Yes. This is why ascension is not going to happen tomorrow. We're in no shape to be better and bigger and stronger and more capable energetically to wield energy and influence the universe on a vast scale we have to grow back into that to be better than we are at the moment but that's a condition of our frailty in the physical and that we've been messed with so severely by the darkness all this time we've been here yes well we're here to help people grow back into a divine alignment and one way they can do that is by learning about the light working protocol so you can download our free ebook on the Lightworker Healing Protocol at getwisdom.com slash LHP and also get our 10 divine principles uh, for living. Uh, you can get that at uh, getwisdom.com slash 10, T-E-N. And we'll be back with uh, more on this topic of divine human ascension. We'll return with more Get Wisdom after this. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. 
We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the second segment of this week's Get Wisdom. We are unraveling uh, what Creator has said about the mysteries of human ascension. Um, it's a fascinating topic, Carl, and uh, one that I'm particularly intrigued with. Well, uh, let's let's plow in because we've got a, a large segment here to 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 fit into the time, and it, it's an unfolding revelation always because we're able to actually talk to the divine. This isn't something we dug out of the Bible or other scriptural sources or controversial sources. This is way outside the uh, the box, but. <laughs> We can tell you that it's true as far as we're able to determine. Yes, absolutely. You asked, Creator, were Jesus and Mary both already ascended or enlightened humans who simply returned to pursue a life mission of great importance and returned to the divine realm in a fashion normal for a fully enlightened human, or were their respective ascensions one-time events never before achieved and never again in need of repetition for those two individuals? And Creator tells us the following. There were other prophets who ascended in like fashion described in the scriptures. There may be others who undergo a similar visible ascension for similar purposes to create an event for purposes of inspiration and encouragement. But again, those are events that were not singular, but not intended to be commonplace nor repeated by the mass of humanity. In actuality, it matters little how you ascend. That will be taken care of on your behalf through divine oversight and energies. The pressing question for you is, when might ascension happen? There are many times when the future projection of human history has answered that question as never, meaning that ascension was not in the cards, so to speak, at that point in time. The likelihood of ascension taking place in the first instance is the readiness of humanity, which requires you to be out from under oppression and subjugation by the darkness and to have sufficient healing to have completed your mission here in solving the problem of evil, as well as its consequences. And the latter are represented by all the woundings to human souls, as well as all of Gaia in various ways, directly and indirectly. There must be sufficient restoration and healing for readiness to ascend because it is earth business that has happened in the physical plane and must be solved within the physical plane. So this is your incentive to get going and see to this if you want the future to go your way. You know, when we put these questions together, it's, it's sometimes 
well, it's difficult to anticipate what Creator is going to answer. We're we're doing our best to compile a set of unique questions that that really do open up new vistas of knowledge. But in this particular episode, some of these questions might come across as a little bit repetitive, and that's because we were trying to anticipate some of the answers from Creator and got it wrong. <laughs> you know, um, and then Creator works with our questions as best Creator can to to still convey something of great meaning and importance that will help us along the way. But this is a uh, this is not a scientific endeavor here. <laughs> we're doing no, our best to, these, to pull these, information out that we can. These questions were pre-recorded from a list that all touched on this topic of ascension. And I sat down in one session, played the recording question by question, and recorded creator's answer that came through me while channeling the divine. So... Any opportunity Creator has to teach us, Creator will. I use my nanny voice a little bit on that last one because the point of it is you aren't going anywhere until you heal. Okay, so all the desperate folk out there, you're not ready to ascend. You won't be until you're healed. So what has to happen between now and then? Your healing, what will that take? Get the monkeys off your back. Get the demons out of the atmosphere, the spirit attachments, the extraterrestrial manipulators, all of the evil that's been done to humans, including the criminal element and those who would take advantage and exert power and control as dictators. All that has to shift. There's a lot to be done here. We need prayer and healing. Absolutely. You asked Creator... We've been told the ascension of greater humanity was an all-or-nothing event. We all ascend or none ascend. Why did ascensions of rare individual humans that were exceptions to this reality occur in humanity's past? And this is an example of how we're trying to put together questions for Creator. And Creator, right away, says, well, we've kind of explained this already. But go ahead, Carl, with Creator's answer on this. (laughs) Well, and Creator always throws in a little extra. So that's why we include this. Creator says... This we feel we have explained in the examples known, representing object lessons and prophetic demonstrations of the possibility of transformation in a way that illustrates more clearly that life persists beyond death of the body. At a point when you are all ready for ascension, this will be widely known and accepted. There will be some humans who are still unwilling or unprepared to go with the body of humanity, and may in that way choose to remain behind. That does not close the door on their ascension forever, but will simply be one more consequence of having suffered from the consequences of evil for so long a period of time. This will largely be beings who have human origin, but have aligned themselves with dark beings to such a degree it is those dark beings they identify with and essentially are choosing to join their ranks and abandon the human cause. This will be their choice and not a punishment. And that is a perfect example of what you were saying, Carl, how Creator takes the opportunity to bring in new information that may not have been asked on point. But uh, in this case, we're learning about the fate of those who might choose to stay behind, that ascension isn't going to be for everybody at the same time. Well, if you're sitting around complacent and doing nothing, you won't be ready. It's that simple. So if you're waiting for an ascension because your favorite psychic medium talks about it all the time and how it's coming and there's nothing much we need to do, make your popcorn and just 
hang out and it'll happen and, and, and it'll be imminent. And it's all a disinformation to keep us powerless. Don't listen to that. Yes. There's, it doesn't make sense that just doing nothing. There's no free lunches, you know, and there's no free lunches with the divine realm either. <laughs> U.S. creator, a viewer asks, a young woman from Switzerland with an expanded consciousness claims that nowadays many older spirits from higher dimensions incarnate to help humanity and Gaia ascend to the fifth dimension. She is certain the light will prevail and that Gaia will evolve to the fifth dimension very, very soon during this lifespan. If humanity will raise their frequency, the darker beings simply can no longer exist on Earth. Is she right about this? All right, and Creator tells us the following. The perception is correct that only those who are ready will ascend, but everything else she is teaching has come to believe is a disinformation campaign to make people anticipate there is an imminent rescue of humanity in the offing and that they all, must, all they must do is think happy thoughts to be in a high vibration and then all will be well and they will be catapulted into a new dimension. This is a misdirection and a disempowerment in many respects. First of all, the ascension is not imminent. It will only happen after the interlopers have been healed and then only after humanity has been healed of its karmic backlog. This will take at least two generations at a minimum based on current possibilities. The danger in embracing such ideas is people will come away reassured that all is well and being seen to by the light itself. And there's nothing much for them to do when in fact there is tremendous personal healing being neglected as well as the healing of the interlopers. They are doing nothing on that front and nothing to heal one another for the most part. Even the so-called light workers, the many healers, are using inadequate tools to make a significant difference because they are at best producing temporary benefits in energy that will fade quickly because there are deeper karmic roots that are not being healed. This can only be done via the divine realm and the partnership with humans requesting it happen. So what she's describing is a simplistic message and a false view of the future. Yeah, we see a lot of these types of messages, um, you know, that, that there is some truth behind it. But this idea that, you know, if you're just a, a good person, you know, you're you're not out there, you know, robbing stores and doing tax fraud and, you know, just being a, a terrible, you know, person that's was plagued to others. Well, then you can expect to go on up. But that's not what we're being told here. There's something much more specific that we need to do. It's very explicit. You ask Creator, we were told by Creator that Gaia's own ascension is tied to human ascension. If humanity fails to ascend due to annihilation at the hands of the extraterrestrial alliance, then what then is Gaia's future? Must the spirit of Gaia look forward to yet another Kalpa, or universal cycle, to essentially be recreated as a new planetary body and hope to attain ascension then? Would a renewed attempt in a future Kalpa be tied to a renewed attempt at the divine human experiment? And Creator tells us this, in fact, is what would happen. The purpose of Gaia is to provide a loving nest for the divine human. If not needed, 
Gaia would remain as is and would simply cope as best it can energetically and then will await its future depending on creator's decision whether to restart the universe or provide a cleansing interval to repopulate the earth once more with the divine human with a somewhat different plan for them to work on the age-old problem of solving the problem of evil. So we see the creator is determined to continue trying to solve the problem of evil, even if we fail on this go-around. So well, it's, it's why we were created, folks. Yes. There's no way around it. <laughs> it's our yeah, purpose. No, it's, it's, it's the biggest problem there is. And I mean, anybody who stops and thinks about it, I think, can't conclude otherwise. You ask creator, can creator share how an ascended humanity, you said how an ascended human is fundamentally different from a human dwelling in the divine realm between lifetimes? All right, creator tells us the differences are of two kinds. First of all, there will be increased capabilities. The strength and reach of personal power will be vastly greater. And secondly, the freedom enjoyed by each ascended human will be vastly greater, akin to what humans experience in the physical, that they will have free agency to come and go at will entirely at their own choosing and will be able to arrange many projects, new adventures, and explorations either independently as an individual or in groups of beings interested in a particular experience or goal to do exactly what they like, where, when, and how without having to interface with the creator for permission. That level of freedom is currently denied to the existing light beings, including the divine humans in the physical at the moment, while they were in light being mode in the higher astral plane in between incarnations. So ascension is not simply continuing with life as is, even in a better, safer location, it will be entirely different in most respects, much faster, much more magnificent, and bearing little resemblance to life as a physical human with all of the constraints and limitations dictated by the vulnerability and short lifespan and limited capabilities of the human body. U.S. Creator, is ascension the birth of a truly new being? Or is it more akin to something like graduating from law school? In the sense that a law school graduate is not a fundamentally different species of person, but has simply been granted new privileges not afforded to non-law school graduates. <clears throat> right, and Creator tells us, as we have told you, you will be in a special environment, in a special mode of existence, with a much vaster array of options available to you, coupled with unprecedented freedom to make your own way and decide how you interact with the universe, trusted with the innate wisdom gained from all of our work you have put in to deal with the greatest of problems that could befall a conscious being. So it will be for all intents and purposes and the way it is experienced in reference to anything you have been a part of, the opening of a new era much more expansive and satisfying and delightful, and it will all be love-based. So <clears throat> there's tremendous promise here, but there's really, you know, a reality about life after death and the existence that we have as light beings between lives that is coming into view here, and that is that there's a much shorter leash, you know, the freedom that we actually enjoy as physical beings here on earth 
to basically go as we go where we want, do as we please. There's no, you know, traffic cops stopping us in anything. We want to be, if you want to be a serial killer, go right ahead. There's consequences down the road, but there's nothing stopping you. And we've been learning through this channeling and many, many others <clears throat> that that's not necessarily the case in the rest of the universe as well as in the divine realm, that the leash is pretty short and the karma is more instantaneous, and that, that that's the reason why evil is not a problem elsewhere. But the cost for that safety is the lack of true freedom that we experience here. So this is quite a revelation in its own right. Well, and we finally did get to some good news. <laughs> yeah. That it's going to be worth the struggle and worth the amount of work we're going to have to do to make this happen. You know, it's like we're, we've got the greatest of prizes assigned and designed and in place waiting for us. But we have to do the work first. So that's the bad news. You know, we've been talking all this time about all the work we have to do. We have to heal the interlopers. Then we have to heal all of humanity and its karmic burdens from hundreds of lifetimes. That is doable with divine help. And if we do that, then the heavens are going to open up in a way never before in all the universe. And we're yes. going to be in the catbird seat because we'll be the driving force for that expansion. And the reason why it can't just come with a snap of the fingers is because of the healing backlog. And we've also been told that that healing backlog has to take place down here in the physical environment because that's where the karma was created and that's where it has to be neutralized and sorted out. You know, once you make it between lives, you're kind of on hold until you can make it back here. That karma is going to wait for you on your return. And that karma has to be healed. And that's what's holding us back. And so just merely, you know, ending up in the, in the divine realm between lives doesn't doesn't handle that backlog. Yes, yes. Be sure to uh, check out getwisdom.com. Uh, we have the Divine Wisdom Database where you can explore many of the things that we're throwing in and hinting at that we can't go into detail in any individual show, but you can check out the Divine Wisdom Database. There's thousands already <clears throat> questions and answers that are available, and there's many more to come for sure. Uh, you can be joined as a participant member. It's free. Just uh, sign up with your email address. And uh, you'll get free access to probably seven, you know, 80 to 90% of the, of the material that we've generated of this project. So there's plenty to look into. Be sure to check us out today, getwisdom.com. We'll be back with more on human ascension. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. 
Our weekly webinars feature the creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the final segment of this week's show, Creator Unraveling the Mysteries of Human Ascension. We have a lot to cover in this last segment. We're going to jump right into it. Carl, you ask Creator, the common conception of healing is restoration, not augmentation. Creator has shared that enlightenment is fundamentally a healing restoration of past wounds. Yet the common outlook on wisdom is not one of restoration, but one of new learning. The common impression is that one can be healed without necessarily gaining in true wisdom, including if the healing is performed by a lightworker healing protocol practitioner in partnership with the divine realm. Can Creator comment on this apparent difference? All right, this is what Creator tells us. And uh, I love it when Creator comes up with a new way of explaining things. And this is a good example in the first couple sentences. You are attempting to split hairs here when, in fact, the answer to your question is inherent in the very terms you yourself are using. In thinking of enlightenment, it is called enlightenment and not and learningment. That is a clue to the fact the two are different. It is true that healing is a major part of enlightenment because that is the highest of priorities, particularly at the beginning stages of preparation for the ascension, which is in effect your graduation party into a higher realm of existence. That will be grander and much more profound than graduation from a learning program by a human being, even at the graduate level. If you think about this, all of the preparation takes place before the granting of the degree and the rite of passage when one can start their career having gained their needed credential. So they have grown into the role all along the way, bit by bit, becoming something more and eventually fulfilling the requirements for having expanded sufficiently to have the degree bestowed in recognition of their achievements. In the case of the divine human, what is needed most is not new knowledge, although that is true compared to where you are at the moment. What is most needed is actually healing to repair the wounding and the defective thinking caused by the corruption of your being in lifetime after lifetime as a physical human where truth has been denied you. And so many travails encountered and negativity heaped on you that you have become quite diminished in terms of having any kind of rudimentary understanding of divine principles, let alone the inner wherewithal to truly live in divine alignment and not make a misstep. This is why healing is an imperative. It is no different than in a physical human setting where you may not be ready for advanced education and training if you were denied any schooling as a youngster, 
and so are unable to read and write, have no concept of mathematical operations, and so lack basic tools for doing higher-level work of any kind that requires thinking and creativity in a pragmatic sense. So your preparation and preparedness involves truly clearing the decks of the damage that has accumulated in your being from a distortion of thinking and a corruption of inner beliefs. This is reflected in the Akashic records of all you have experienced, both done to you and done by you. Much needs to be cleansed, cleared up, redefined, reinvigorated, or reestablished in some fashion to be ready for more. So in a sense, this is truly preparation. It is truly a restoration exercise from a historical standpoint, because you were once greater than you are currently. The attainment aspect speaks to becoming greater than before, and that will certainly be true for the divine human as a consequence of intensive applied healing work to raise up the self and others, working in concert as a human family, ideally, to speed the process and ensure all will benefit who can and choose to do so. So the difference between an healingment and enlightenment is that extra addition of divine wisdom to not only return to divine alignment and walk in partnership with the divine with one's thoughts, emotions, and actions, but to begin to expand with greater awareness greater depth of understanding, and greater ability to see a wider panorama of implications that will both bring you closer to creator in functioning, as well as expansion of capability, and will truly empower you to do works of greatness beyond your current imaginings. All of that expanded capability will be inherent and a function of wisdom acquired in the process of continued enlightenment. So we have simply segmented the journey in a simplistic way into two phases. To emphasize for now the necessity of healing as a preparatory phase, but that is not trivial nor incidental, because that will be the origin of much of the most important wisdom you will be gaining, with the full enlightenment that is envisioned and intended to happen for you. It is when you have absorbed all the lessons of the tragic events of human history that you will be truly road ready as ambassadors of the light to move freely without hindrance and holding vast power throughout the universe. You know, I'm always amazed at the way that um, Creator has a conservation of language, you know, and that in this sense, he's back. I think the answer I was looking, we were looking for with a previous question is fully fleshed out on this one. And he creator probably foresaw that and saved it to kind of, you know, bring as much information to bear in as little time and space as possible. It's really amazing. Well, I would agree with that. Uh, there are so many profound truths in what is shared when we sally forth in our kind of naive way to catch us up and fill us in. (laughs) And, you know, the gap is pretty big (laughs) when we go to the trough. (laughs) So there is work to be done by creator to make it clear enough that we can understand it and appreciate it for what it means. 
And you can see from this, this is what's missing in what so many others are doing. The the would-be spiritual people who talk about ascension, but just in terms of sweetness and light. And, and they don't even address the fact there might be obstacles in the way. Oh, and yeah. there are. There's huge ones. We're messed up. Our, our culture is degrading continually. And it's not that there's no hope. We're not saying that. It's just we got to clean things up and we have to heal all the damage that has come our way. And by the way, those inflicting the damage aren't going anywhere. They're right. going to be here. We have to clean them up too. We can't do it. The divine has to do it. And that's why we need divine help. But we have to ask the divine. That's the important thing. You ask creator, and it's time for this question now. <laughs> Can creator share how prayer work and the Lightworker Healing Protocol are indispensable tools needing wide utilization if humanity and Gaia are going to ascend as forecasted? Well, this, I think, explains pretty well the whys and wherefores of what we've been leading to in this uh, program. Creator says, the first and most significant contribution of prayer and the Lightworker Healing Protocol is the reality that without them, ascension will not happen. It is an absolute necessity that humans return to a spiritual focus and reconnect to true spirituality, meaning the divine realm and creator especially. For without a divine partnership, humans will remain too feeble and diminished and will not be able to withstand the suppression taken to its logical conclusion, ending in the annihilation of humanity altogether for that is the current plan of your oppressors. So if you want ascension to happen, you must deal with them first to solve the problem of evil that is holding you in its grip. They are in your way, and the only answer for this that is feasible and can work is for divine intervention to carry out a healing for the interlopers so they will withdraw without greater harm to your world or the humans you share within it. Both are important. A large body of prayer will be important to enable enough light coming from the human community to enable the divine transformation of the interlopers so they will stand down through healing to choose a benign withdrawal and see there is wisdom in doing so. That will give you the breathing room you need to continue to improve things and regain lost capability. For that, you will need a way to heal. Most prayers are too nonspecific to do the job effectively. The Lightworker Healing Protocol, being a compilation of a comprehensive series of informed, high-level prayer requests, can do the job. That is the premier tool needed, in fact, to request divine help in healing the perpetrators, and for that reason makes use of the Lightworker Healing Protocol front and center as the highest of priorities. That alone would do both things needed. Healing for the perpetrators to help them disengage as well as healing humanity subsequently to prepare them for ascension. The difficulty is time is too short for word to spread to enough humans who will engage and use the Lightworker Healing Protocol to save the day. If enough people in general pray for the betterment of humanity, the divine realm can use that collective prayer power to augment the healing work of the practitioners 
of the light worker healing protocol to stretch it further and add the breadth and depth of effectiveness to reach a critical level, to tip the balance in favor of humanity. So both are needed for a successful preparation for ascension. There needs to be more human capital invested in this goal. If enough people become concerned about the state of the world and are inspired and reawakened to once again embrace the idea of the Almighty and reach out to request assistance, this will be valuable in its own right, even without a greater awareness of the true nature of the evil they face or the existence of a protocol that can provide powerful healing for all of the dilemmas that are besetting humans to hinder their progress. Anything and everything each human being can do to help awaken their brethren and devote some time to prayer work and healing, especially through the Lightworker Healing Protocol, will add to the likelihood of achieving readiness for ascension by saving humanity from the interlopers who are intent on destroying them. This need not be your destiny. Your destiny can be among the stars in a glorious expansion that is never-ending. Dealing with the problem of evil has been the impediment all along, constraining the grandest of possibilities. You personally can help this come about for the first time in existence. You can be on the front lines and at the center of the movement to claim your birthright as a part of the divine and be a change agent through your requests for this to happen. You are needed because most will be sitting on the sidelines and their fate will fall to others. Well, that's others. We hope are you. Um, the Lightworker Healing Protocol is shared here as the key to healing humanity and ascension. And it's important that if you are called to this work to, to investigate it as quickly as possible and join us in our ranks, we, the, the few are going to save the many, I think, Carl. Well, that's the way it's lined up. And perhaps it's always been thus on a small scale, but we need large scale healing now and we're running out of time. We this are running the, out of time. This is, well, we're, we're running out of time. We're really running out of time with the program too. Get the Lightworker Healing Protocol uh, ebook, getwisdom.com slash LHP, getwisdom.com slash LHP. And we'll see you in our next Get Wisdom episode. Thanks, everybody. Be well. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 